Okay, good morning, everyone. Uh, Ramesh, thank you for uh, you know taking your time today to talk to us. So we have a bunch of uh, folks here um, who are part of uh, you know the Gita study group. We keep studying Gita together. Every Sunday we meet in, and uh, we go through some chapters of Gita and uh, some uh, verses of Gita, and you know we discuss our aha moments and all that. So uh, that's this crowd, and amongst that crowd, there's a subset of this crowd who is interested to do Kailash. And uh, I've been sharing some of the tidbits what you've been sharing with me to the group. And I felt what better than just to, you know, get you um, to the team and, uh, you know, introduce you and talk, talk uh, so that you can talk to them. So uh, uh, for the fellow Sitsangis, you know, I met Ramesh the first time when uh, Ramesh was in Cisco. He was, he was actually my customer. And later on, uh, he, we became co-students together. We learned Gita together. And then, uh, you know, then I realized that we have very similar interests. And so, you know, Ramesh, so thank you so much. And over to you. And uh, maybe you can introduce yourself and then uh, start off. Yeah. Thank you, Rajesh. I mean, this is a great opportunity to talk about the Yatra. So I, you know, I <clears throat> thank you for, first of all, giving me the opportunity. Um, I'm, um, I... I'm, I'm, I used to live in Bay Area recently, a year ago, I moved to Atlanta and uh, I, we, we did the Kailash Yatra in 2019. So today I will share gen experience and, uh, you know, what is the process we went through and uh, some best practices, right, uh, from the journey. Um, it's not a lecture, right, so feel free to stop me at any point of time to ask questions. And does this meeting expire, like end in 40 minutes, Rajiv? Yeah, it ends in 40 minutes. What I would suggest is maybe, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you can kind of summarize and we'll leave the rest 15 minutes for questions. If anybody has questions, they will, uh, you know, raise the hand and I will moderate that. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. If, uh, if we are not able to complete, you, we can rejoin the same meeting back as well. Okay. Absolutely. Um, let me share my screen. Um, where is the share option? Oh, yeah, I can see. Can you enable the sharing for me, please? Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. Okay, perfect. So I'll share my or Kailash experiences. Um, this is the view of Mount Kailash when we visited. This is the picture, right? And uh, we were around 40 to 50 people from the Bay Area who, and then there were around 20 people who joined us from India. So it was actually totally 60 people together in two buses from Nepal, right? We traveled to uh, Mount Kailash. And uh, uh, my thought to visit the Mount Kailash came in, I think around 2014 or 15, when my father-in-law went, um, and 2013, I think, or 12, he went to Mount Kailash, and then he shared the information. I started reading about more about Mount Kailash, and that's when I, you know, my desire to visit the Mount Kailash started, and it happened after almost you know seven years. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, um, so I'll go through the just the significance. I'm sure everyone knows about it. Uh, there are multiple uh, trip route options are there. Uh, there's a parikrama. There is a touch darshan of the north face. 
and then um, some best practices and what are the packing list at a high level? I included critical items one should uh, pack. This is the view of Mount Kailash from a south face and this is the north face. South face is basically Dakshinamurti, um, right? Uh, is a guru, guru avatara of uh, Lord Shiva, right? So you can see both uh, south face and north face and I will cover those uh, two options as well, okay? Again, uh, it's a significant uh, pilgrimage. First significant uh, pilgrimage actually for, uh, for me uh, personally. And uh, it was a, a wonderful experience. When I saw the Mount Kailash, uh, my wife and I, for first uh, few minutes, we were speechless and we literally cried. We don't know what to, what to say or what to, nothing to ask. We just cried because we've been waiting for that particular moment. And uh, it is, you know, it, though it is just a, a mountain, you can actually experience different uh, uh, divine images, uh, you know, in the, in the, when you see that mountain. For example, um, when we saw the Mount Kailash, I mean, I, I felt that this is an image of a Lord Ganesha, right? I will uh, increase the image. You know, this is like image of a, you know, Lord Shiva, right, sitting here. So everyone has their own unique experiences. Uh, and uh, it was an amazing, amazing um, uh, piece. Um, you will see several religion, uh, people from the different religions uh, visiting the Mount Kailash. And uh, so a lot of people from Tibet, Bon religion, you will see them uh, there as well. Obviously, Hindus and Buddhisms and Jains. Um, <clears throat> so that most of the typical itinerary, it starts from uh, arriving in uh, Nepal. And uh, uh, what they do is once you arrive in Nepal, uh, the travel agent will basically take uh, your passport and get you a Tibet visa. Uh, so that takes us around like a day or two. So in the during those one or two days time, uh, you will basically visit different places in Nepal. Um, definitely there is Pasupatinath temple uh, is a very important place to visit. Uh, and you visit the Pasupatinath temple and uh, uh, then you visit the Buddha uh, stupa. And then there is a Jalanarayana temple, and there is also a Mankamana temple. It's the deity, right, uh, of the, in the, in the Nepal. So you visit these places and uh, and other places in Nepal as you are waiting to get the your uh, visa for uh, Tibet or China. Okay, and um, then uh, one other thing that uh, um, was it, recently I went to Chardam Yatra. And I, you know, there is a story that links Kedarnath and Pashupatinath temple as well. So I put the link, definitely read that. People say that those who visit Pashupatinath at some point should also visit Kedarnath and that completes the entire story. Uh, the story is that uh, Kedarnath is the head of Shiva, sorry, the Pashupatinath is the head of the Shiva, Kedarnath is the back of the bull. Uh, Pandavas after the uh, Kurukshetra war, they, because they did a lot of sins, you know, by killing their relatives and so forth, they go to visit Shiva and Shiva wants to test them and he will try to run away and in the form and in the form of a bull. 
and Kedarnath is basically is the back of the bull, right? And Shiva put his head in the sand and then um, that head appeared back in Pasupati Nag. Okay, so that's the story. So read that, it is very fascinating and it's a five-face Shiva in Pasupati Nag temple. Okay, so we did the uh, homam as well uh, there and Rudrabhishekam uh, in Pasupati Nag before we started the trip. Okay. Um, it's um, um, one of the critical thing is uh, in this trip is about acclimatizing to the altitudes. So Mount Kailash uh, is uh, at a 15,000 feet altitude. And as you do the Parikrama around uh, the mountain, it takes three days around 53 kilometers or 30 miles. You will reach a peak altitude of 18,000 feet. And uh, so what is important as you move from Nepal uh, to Tibet to, you know, they will stop in Tibet in two to three places. They will drive only four hours, but those four hours probably they have uh, uh, re, uh, uh, reached an extra elevation of 3,000 feet. And you have to be there, slowly walk around in those places and acclimatize yourself for that uh, height. Because once you reach Mount Kailash, you will feel that even walking three to four steps itself is very difficult for you. Okay, And uh, one of the things that your travel agent will also do in Nepal itself is uh, he, uh, he will arrange you, he will collect the money for uh, a horse ride or a pony ride and also a porter. So you will need, uh, my request, my suggestion is you get both of them because there is a pony, uh, then a porter. The porter will carry your backpack. Your backpack will have essentials and like a rain jacket, maybe warm water, cold water, some important medicine, torchlight, all of that stuff. Though it will be, you know, let's say two to three, four kgs, but carrying that and trekking is going to be very, very difficult, okay? At that altitude. Uh, because you will see the oxygen will be very, very limited, right? So you will need a porter. He will guide you through as you do the parikrama. I'll cover a bit about parikrama as well. So my recommendation is you get both of them. In our trip, um, there were few people. They were very physically fit marathon runners. They did not get the pony rider, but they did uh, pony, but they did get the uh, porter. Okay, so literally you have a pony, a pony rider, uh, guy, right, and then a porter. So each pilgrim will have two people, one horse together. So when you are with 30 people, you have an another literally 60 people, right, along with you and the horses. So that's the group you will be going along the path when you do the parikrama. Okay, any, any questions so far? Okay, I'll continue, but definitely raise your hand. So just, just a question, uh, when you do the Parikrama, uh, what is the altitude of that place? Yeah, I'll show you that. So you, you'll start at, I think, 14, 15,000 feet on the day one. And then day two, you'll reach a point of almost 18,000 feet, which is the highest, very, very limited oxygen supply. They, it's called Dolmala pa, Dolma Pass, Dolmala Pass, mm -hmm. show you the diagram. And then the day three, you will come down. Again, it will be at 12,000, 13,000 feet. Okay, altitude. So where does the is... come in between? 
Yes, yes, it will come in between. I will share that. Yeah. So what happens okay. is as you cross the Nepal, you went to Tibet. I will share a couple of route options as well. Um, what happens is uh, once you reach the Tibet, you you know we, we went through um, Nepal. Um, let me maybe switch over a little bit so I'll show you the path. This is the path we took from Kathmandu. We went to Nelam, right? And then we there is a border here you will cross. You will get the show the immigration there. All the bags and everything will be checked. And then we went to a place called Saga. Uh, we waited there. And then, you know, this is a, uh, another place. Uh, they stopped, I think, here or here. They stopped here, uh, two places. Uh, again, it all it is all about acclimatization, and then they will uh, show uh, show us the Rakshasthal and Manasarovar view, uh, two different uh, views, right? Manasarovar is a freshwater lake, uh, highest freshwater lake in Himalayas. Rakshasthal is a salt lake, and it is believed that you know this lake was uh, uh, you know formed because from the from the penance that Ravana did. Right, so that's why it's called Rakshasthal, salt water. You don't see any birds or anything actually in that in that lake. And this is where you know freshwater lake. And then you will see the Manasarovar. They will stop here at Manasarovar one day night. We stayed two day nights basically for Guru Purnima. We were there uh, and we did the, again Rudrabhishekam and Chandi Homam at Manasarovar. And from your from Manasarovar, your base camp place is called Darchin. This is the base camp. From Darchin, you will see the south facing of the Mount Everest, right? Dakshinamurti. So at Darchin, what happens is it's a base camp. That's when those who ever paid for porter and pony, uh, all these people will be standing there, right? And they will draw the lottery. So you pick a porter cheat and then you pick a pony and then they will assign that guy. Take a picture of those people because you are meeting them first time and everyone will look similar. So um, take a picture of them uh, so that you know because when you are traveling on that route, you need to identify at least who the, they know. They know they will identify, but take a picture of them. And then they will be there with you for all the three days. You don't have to worry about it. And they will basically climb all of this mountain, you know, as if it is a flat road for them. But I see that, you know, some uh, most of us will have difficulty in catching up with the oxygen levels. So there is a place called Yamadwar. Uh, Yamadwar is a place where... Uh, um, I mean, I don't know the significance. You can Google it, but I have seen uh, people drop some old clothes there uh, before they start the yatra. They do three times rounds. It's a small uh, temple kind of a thing, okay? And your trip starts from Yamadwar. So you you do a 16 kilometer trek that will be around six hours or so, depending on how fast you can do. Then you will reach a first place called Dirapuk. There are there are very solid uh, concrete guest houses with rooms. I have the pictures I will show you. There are also um, you know, the basic, basic uh, amenities, right? Like the huts type of a thing. Uh, depending on how soon your travel agent can make a reservation, they can get it. But we had a fantastic um, concrete um, 
facility with four beds in the room. Uh, then we stay in that night over there. Ramesh, can I interrupt for a minute? Yes. So about the Yamadwar, what I had read and what I understand is that before you start the Kailash Yatra, you have to pass through that Yamadwar. So to go to heaven, you have to go past, you know, Yama, right? So that's, I think, the significance of going through the Yamadwar. You are right. That's the significance. Yeah, basically, you um, you know, you have to go clean, right, to the to the Mount Kailash, uh, wash away all your sins. Maybe, yeah, that's what the significance is. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you go to this uh, Dera Pook and you stay in the night that day. And then the following day morning, uh, you will see the Mount Kailash view, right? Next day morning. Typically what happens is um, people will leave the second day. But what we did is in our group, we kept that day to do the touch darshan. Touch darshan basically is you can actually trek uh, from, from the Dirapuk, right? Towards the mountain to touch the base of the Mount Kailash. That itself will take another six hours to seven hours, right? To, to and fro trek. And uh, those who did not want to do it, they all stayed uh, in the rooms. So out of the out of the 60 people in our group, probably around 20 of them or so, basically we said we will do touch, touch darshan, including myself. I reached only maybe uh, halfway. After that, I found it difficult to go because it was deep snow covered. But uh, so out of 15 to 20 people, only seven people were able to go and touch the base of uh, uh, Mount Kailash, right? So you're touching how, the feet. How long does it take to go to the touch point? Uh, six to eight hours, to and fro. Okay, and, and if I can ask, what, what was the time of your trip? Well, we, oh, yeah, we did it in July. Uh, you can see okay. here that these are the July 8th to 23rd, 2019. Uh, it was fantastic weather. There was some rains in between, uh, but we carried our rain jackets and all. But I've seen the, the reason we picked, uh, because all people in US, right? Oh, July 4th holidays, we can go, right? That that is the That is what we picked. The weather is unpredictable there, right? And uh, so, but... I saw that maybe um, doing like end of July, beginning of August, I think I have seen some uh, less snow, less rain, right? Type of a thing, though it is uh, unpredictable. But July, August, September months are good months to go. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, so the Dolma Pass is the, is the highest one. And the day, for example, day one, we hardly used horses. But the day two, um, you know, I myself also used the horse to climb some very, very peak uh, points. Then there is a deep drop as you, you know, descend uh, from the Dolma Pass. So is Dolma Pass the north face uh, view? No, no, Dirapuk is the north okay. face. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, we, then what happens is uh, the day two, we crossed the, the Dolma Pass and then we stay, right, uh, at, at another, another, another place, I think Zutulpuk. And that's second guest house. Derapuk is your first place. 
Zutulpuk is your second place and we rest. Then from Zutulpuk, again, you know, you come back to the Darchan, right? Here, right? you end the truck trek here a little bit. From here, vehicles will pick you up and bring you back to the Darchan, right? So, so Ramesh, one question. So you're saying from Yamadwar to Dirapuk is one day trek and then we yes. stay at Dirapuk. And from Dirapuk, uh, you went to uh, touch, uh, touch Mount Kailash, came back. Then again from Dirapuk, all the way to Zutulpuk was one, one, one day. Yes, correct. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So for us, so, it was like four days, right? Total was four days trip the entire trip because we added extra day to do the touch darshan. You do touch darshan, come back. Right? So two days. So two days at Dirapuk. Yes. Because of the touch point. Exactly. Two days at Dirapuk. One day. At so first, so first day you climbed sixteen kilometers. Yes. The second day you climbed six kilometers and came down 16. Correct. Right? So yes. it's 22 in all. Okay. Yeah. And then 10 kilometers back or, or 14 yeah. kilometers back rather. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this so, is kind of pretty, pretty, pretty high altitude. I mean, 18600 is, feels like, I mean, I, I kind of recall this place, Khardungla Pass, which is the highest motorable pass in, in the world, I think. And I kind of remember kind of having difficulty walking even like four steps. So Correct. that sounds pretty, pretty, pretty difficult. It's pretty difficult. Yeah, it is pretty difficult. Um, you know, just uh, just say Om Namah Shiva and go. I mean, they will not let you to stay more than a minute at this place. And, yeah. uh, and then they will slowly help you to get down. This is the steep uh, point, uh, very, very steep point. As you descend, you will see what is called Gauri Kund. I will cover that as well. Okay. So this are, is you going to, are you going to just talk a little bit about uh, what did you do to prepare yourself physically for the track? Yes. Yeah. So okay, um, good question. Uh, so good segue. Um, so what we did is uh, we were up uh, in Bay Area. What we did is we used to hike uh, uh, PGND trial, right? And then the Black Mountain uh, trial. And we did that like back to back, right? Two days and three days just to do the stamina and endurance, right? Because you'll be walking three days, right? So mm -hmm. we did different trials in Bay Area. I mean, it's not like necessity, but you know, if we wanted to walk, right, we need to be prepared, right? So literally, we were wearing uh, the trekking shoes. They are heavy compared to your. I, I have the pack English. I highly recommend you know doing a trekking shoe. Buy from REI or other places um, because you are walking in literally rocks, right? These are hard rocks. And uh, so the trekking shoes are recommended. So we wore trekking shoes. We wore um, a trekking pants, shirts, cap, and then to the two sticks. Using that with slight backpack, right, with some water. Using that, we basically did the practice in the day. And Ramesh, those trekking shoes are good to go in the snow as well, or we need to yeah. buy a different pair of shoes? No, no, those are good to go in oh. the snow as well. Yeah. So they are very, very good shoes. And uh, yeah, I recommend shoes, the trekking poles. I have the packing list, okay? Um, if you have decided travel agency, that is good. But otherwise, the Monterosa Travels, I have the, the owner of that company name. I can unicast that to um, Rajesh. What we, what we, we had one or two people from Bay Area who coordinated everything with that person. 
right? All the 60 people list we maintained in a spreadsheet. Um, you know, everyone took their medical checkup before they went, travel insurance, right? All of that type of stuff. So this is a very good company. We had authentic vegetarian food. I mean, once you go to the Tibet, there are tea stalls and everything, and they use um, meat-based noodles and all that stuff, right? So we were lucky enough that we were uh, we had hygienic food everywhere. They carried all the raw materials and they used to cook every place where we went, right? We had cooks, raw material, everything traveled with us, right? Everywhere we went, they gave us the hot water, uh, uh, warm water for us and, and so forth. As you move from um, Kathmandu to these uh, different areas, interior, the facilities are not up to the mark, right? So you probably are moving from four star to two star. Uh, the rooms were good. So let me just uh, share with you guys a few things here. Hold on. Uh, here. Um, I think we covered about the Parikrama. Yep, this we did this. Uh, again, enjoy the nature as you go through, right? A drive, beautiful, beautiful lakes and landscapes. You know, God created this beautiful uh, um, universe. So enjoy as you go through. So we covered this. So this is the Monterosa Travels. Isha Sadhguru also offers the trips to Kailash. Um, but this year, I don't think they go into the Tibet. They go to the Tibet and... Uh, Nepal border and they will show the Kailash from there. I mean, anyway, it is far. Uh, my brother-in-law just did this uh, a month ago and, uh, you know, he really enjoyed it. So that's another option. And uh, there are many travel agents that are there. So, so one of the, this is the route, like I was telling you. So from the Kathmandu, right? So we basically travel via road like this to Saga, Saga to Dongba, Right, Dongba to this, uh, you know, uh, Manasarovar area and so forth. And then we did the, you know, Parikrama, right? So to nowadays, I think this road is very unpredictable with a lot of landslides. So some of the travel agents will fly you from Kathmandu to Lhasa, which is the capital of Tibet. You're going a little bit back, but the roads in uh, Tibet are fantastic. They are concrete roads and they will take you right uh, on the, in the bus like this. So this is the new route. You fly to Lhasa. From Lhasa, again, you know, you come to Saga, Dongba, right? All of that stuff. So that's how they will take you in the buses there. So in, in Nepal, uh, they will move all your bags into the duffel bags. Um, these are the, the yaks will carry these bags, uh, you know, uh, in the Parikrama, during the Parikrama. They will ask you to reduce the weight once during the parikrama. So my wife and I, for example, had individual bags for the from from Nepal. But once we reached the parikrama, we adjusted our our stuff into one bag, which is enough. In during parikrama, you won't do bath or anything like that. Okay, so at that altitude, you don't even sweat. Um, so this is just another view of the route. Again, why people do parikrama, basically one parikrama washes away, right? Sins of the life. Very interesting thing we saw was Tibetans do the parikrama, but they do anti-clockwise, right? We do clockwise. You'll see the Tibetans do anti-clockwise and they do full uh, prostration, right? Uh, Sastanga, they will do that and for the, through, throughout their three-day trip in the mountain, uh, along around the mountain. Okay. 
This is interesting. 108 parikramas. Yeah. Nice. And maybe you could, you know, people who visit 108 times, maybe, right? So uh, these are some of the views, right? Uh, you can, they will show you uh, the, both the Rakshasthal and uh, Manas uh, Sarovar Lake. So this is Rakshasthal and Manas Sarovar from satellite uh, picture. This is our real picture. Uh, this is these are the buses that uh, the you know that uh, from the Tibet they will arrange. Once you cross the border you will use their buses only, right? And in the Manas Sarovar, uh, uh, the government, the Tibet government uh, will not allow taking the dip directly in the water. So what our travel agent did is he put up the tents, he heated the water. So we were able to take, uh, you know, the hot water bath, right? And if you, if you are able to do cold water bath, you can do that as well. But we took the hot water bath, head bath. So that's what we did. This is the guest house view, Dirapuk. Uh, the first day, the second day guest house also. Luckily, we were able to get the same, same type of guest house. Good food as we go along. Um, this is how, you know, at the Darchan, the base camp. Remember I said you will be waiting for your lottery, right? To be assigned with the pony and uh, porter. This is how the people wait, right? And they will call your name and the pony and porter will be with you. They will start moving you, right? Even if you and your wife are together, they'll say, move, 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 right? You go, you will be fine. You know, don't even have to worry. So, uh, you know, they will, you will meet at the destination, right? Because everyone- Why do they do this, uh, this uh, lottery thing? I mean, I'm assuming there are enough porters and uh, ponies for everyone, right? Yeah, there are enough porters because you would have booked in advance, right? So they don't Correct. want a preference that uh, or Rajesh going selecting this pony, right? Or this oh, I see. Okay, got it. Like that. And uh, definitely, uh, though they, they will take the pony porter charges in advance, carry the tips. Uh, and I do have the, in the presentation, you know, like in the hotels where you stay uh, along the way, that Saga, Dongba, right? Those hotels, once you cross the Dipet, People will come with their uh, backpacks, right? With uh, US dollars and uh, Tibetan currency, China, Chinese currency. They'll give you very good rates. So you can exchange even there also, okay? Uh, and carry that so you can give the tips. This is a room inside. It was very good. One other thing is that everything in Tibet is uh, solar powered because these are high altitudes, right? There is no, you know, no electricity there. So the, all of them are powered by solar. And so there is, don't expect any hot water or anything during Parikrama. But in the rooms along that way, that from let's say Lhasa or Saga, the hot water usually comes in the evening. So let's say you reach the hotel by 12 o'clock, right? Daytime, you will go around, walk around, acclimatize. Evening, you take a shower. Hot water comes in the evening because of the power. So just a quick couple of questions, uh, Ramesh. One is... Uh... I mean, is, when you went there, was it like really busy and kind of people jostling around or is it like, like an easy thing? No, it was busy because even if you're 30 people, right? Like I said, you have 60 more people. Yeah, there were multiple groups. We had yes. groups from Sachasai Trust, right? They were also coming and there are other groups coming. So it, it was busy. And, and, and they would limit the number of people, I would imagine, because of the logistics. Okay. Yeah, logic. Okay. So, yeah. And second question, I mean, you can do the whole Parikrama if you wish on the pony. On the? 
on the pony? Yes, 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 yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's what, and that then, yeah, and then the third one, Kikwan, is that from wherever to from Dirapok, I think, to when you do the touch point, is that doable by pony as well or no? No, good question. There's no pony there. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. Thanks. Yeah, good question. Only Potter will come with you. There is no pony. And uh, obviously, the pony people will put you pressure. No, no, get on the pony, get on the pony, right? So I used to tell him that, dude, don't worry about it. Uh, just yeah. be with me. Let me walk as much as I can, right? And when I am not able to do it, I will call you, right? So they will put pressure on you, right? They think. And then, and then no, I noticed that in your presentation. Is that because they want to just hasten it or? What no, no, no. I think there are two reasons, right? One is they think if you don't use their service, maybe they may not get the tip, right? What they, uh, for example, that's number one. Second, also, right? Pony just walking without the weight will get used to that, also, right? That's another. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, got it. Thanks. So the day one was very nice, right? I think you will see the Nandi Parvat. Uh, that is, I think, east facing. I think. Okay, so you will see that with nice rivers, right? Freshwater river, uh, lake, uh, water coming from the Mount Kailash flowing, beautiful, beautiful experience. This is the day two, the difficult part of the Yatra. What happened for us uh, day two was uh, um, the, the, agent, uh, the agent and the travel guides, right, will travel. What they said is tomorrow it's going to snow and we should leave by 5.30 or so if you wanted to cross the Dolmala Pass. If, you, if we do it after six, we won't be able to reach that peak point, okay? So we said, yes, we will be ready. So what I'm saying is trust their judgment, right? So we were ready by 5.30, boom, we made it to, to, to day two Parikrama. Those who did not wake up, for example, they could not, right? They could not complete, right, uh, the Parikrama. Uh, so they had to, they had to stop their parikrama and return. Right? So when you, uh, if you if you can't cross it, you just go back again. Yeah, you just go back because every reservation, right? You will not have it, right? Unless your travel agent has some way oh, to change your reservation, because the next day people will start coming. Okay. Right. So it is very important to follow their uh, guides. Okay. Um. So, uh, so that then uh, I think the bridge will end. Please uh, rejoin, right? Uh, if uh, the we can can. Speak. Yeah, we will rejoin as soon as this ends. Okay. Yeah, and uh, then as you come down from the day, uh, from the uh, Dolmala Pass, you will see what is called a Gauri Kund onto your right hand side. Right? It's believed that. Uh, uh, um, Ganesha was born here. This is where Parvati is supposed to put Ganesha, right? While she was taking the bath, right? Um, so what you, what we did is we asked some porters to, to go down and get the water from Gaurikun. Uh, so they did that for us. And one other thing, uh, uh, so we got the Gaurikun water, we got the Manasarovar water also, okay? And so we kept some at home. And so you could use it, uh, you know, when you do the Rudrap Shekam at home. Okay. Uh, all right. So these are some of the best practices. Uh, this is the um, 
very toughest pilgrimage, right? So just make sure, you know, you, you have all the rele relevant documents and everything. Just, you know, you never know. Do the physical flat. Whereas Gauri okay. Kund, Gauri Kund, you have to go down around 3,000 feet, right? From, mm -hmm. from the uh, Dolmala Pass, 3,000 to 4,000 feet down, and then you have to come, come, come back up. Uh, the potter probably will do that entire thing in 15 to 20 minutes, interesting. <laughs> okay, so there's no restriction, right? It's because of the height and that the altitude that is difficult for someone to do it. Correct. Okay, for us, it was, uh, it started snowing as we were beginning to descend, right? So we don't, we don't want to take a chance. But if the weather is clear, I mean, yeah, I think you should be able to go and, uh, you know, see that by yourself. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, thanks, Ramesh. Um, then, um, see, we covered this. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take some travel insurance. Like, I don't know why we did it, but uh, travel medical insurance, right? The, those type of things, right? I think the, it, it wasn't that expensive. Um, Again, uh, we maintained all the Yatri details in a spreadsheet. Somebody in US, we were coordinating all of that stuff, right? Phone numbers, family, uh, family members, their phone numbers, created WhatsApp group to keep people up to date. Um, and uh, you can carry one, two oxygen cylinders. You can buy them in the Tibet itself. This is just in case of an emergency, right? And uh, your travel agent will also carry the big oxygen cylinders. So we had some emergency, one or two people who could not breathe uh, after uh, reaching, you know, the day one. So they actually uh, sent them back to the base camp. Okay. You, from the, the first one emergency, they have these four by four trucks. So if there is somebody who cannot breathe, you will know by day one itself, right? That altitude also. So they were able mm. to bring those people back, okay? Into the into this one. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about the pony. So just a just couple of questions, uh, Ramesh. Uh, the physical checkup, is that, I mean, I'm assuming that before we, we should get that done early enough to know whether we are fit for travel or not right or is this like i mean how does it work yeah it is not a mandatory it is just like yeah get it done that's it right whether you are uh, i mean maybe you can tell your doctor hey i'm going for this altitude right you know is there anything mm -hmm. that you see that is a risk based on the tests right that are done that's it okay so you just check with your gp and see for example i mean i have a, a high high I mean, I'm, I'm I'm mildly hypertensive, so I should just check with my GP what he thinks. Or and then the other option you're saying is that if you, even if you go, you you have the option to not do the baritone. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, you can just be at Darchin. Oh, that's a good question. We had some people who came up to the Darchin, right, the base camp, saw the Dakshinamurti, waited those four days until rest of us have completed the parikram. I see. Okay, so that's an option. So you can still see the Kailash Darshan so, or do the Kailash Darshan and not Manas do the Yeah, you can go up to Manasarovar, go to Darshan, see Amadwar, right? And then go back and stay at uh, Darshan. Yeah. So three so options, may, so, really. One is, so three options. One is to just kind of stay at 
the base. Yes. The second is do the day one, figure it out if it's for you or not, and come back. And the third ideal one is to do the parikram. Yeah. Usually, the they don't do day uh, Some tourists will do, I mean, day one and come back is the worst case, right? You Usually, people sign up for all three days. But there are yeah. some travel agents who will just do the day one instead of parikrama. That option is also there. And Ajay, I think it's not three options. It's the fourth option, which is the touch option also is there. One extra day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, 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 that's what I call 3A, 3B rather. <laughs> yeah. So Ramesh, those who don't do the entire parikrama, can they see the north face also or just the south face? Because in the Archim, you know, Dakshina. Dakshinamurti, from the Darchan, you can see very clearly. Okay. Then... Uh, if you do day one parikrama, the Dirapuk, up to Dirapuk, if you go, then you can see the north face. Okay, so those who don't do even day one, they can just see the Dakshinamurti. Absolutely. And not... Not. Okay, mm. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Very and you mentioned, uh, you mentioned WhatsApp group. I mean, I'm assuming there is no connectivity there, right? Oh, no, actually, it's surprising. The, the connectivity was awesome. Even at the Mount Kailash, it was awesome. I called my son, my mom, my dad, and said, "Okay, please see right to the 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 Mount Kailash." So they were able to see that actually, literally, fantastic view. And then my my next uh, next slide was these uh, these views, right? These are my views when I went, and okay. this is what I saw from the north face, right from uh, from the from the guest house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is also the one view from guest house. This is. I went like three, four miles inside to do the touch darshan. As you can see, right? It was it became very difficult for me to go inside because mm. it was very hard to see. Well, you know, there are depths there and so forth, right? So I left it there. Some people went there. And what temperature? So, Ajay, how much time do we have? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. What so is the I was asking, how much time do we have, Rajesh? So we just want to know more about the cost and, you know, how much... No, no, I think uh, if, if it's okay with Ramesh, we can continue as long as this uh, this thing call, call goes on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So my question, Ramesh, was that uh, what kind of temperatures are we dealing with? Definitely, these are freezing temperatures, right? And uh, but daytime they were okay, right? We were able to—I I don't remember exactly—but we were able to manage with a three-layer jackets. Okay, so I right. had a thermal. On top of the thermal, I had uh, like one uh, full hand shirt. On top of that, right, a jacket. Okay, so three layers. It's, it's, it's negative territory. Okay. Yeah, negative. And then obviously I had gloves and monkey caps, all that I have, all of that stuff. Yeah, you will be able to manage that. Yeah, because those- and Then, yeah, no, I, I, that's helpful. That's helpful. The other question, just going back uh, before I forget, is on the, you know, we said we go to Kathmandu, drive up to Tibet and then the track. Mm -hmm. Can Is there an option to maybe fly into Lhasa directly? So the, because Lhasa, so depending on the travel agent, right? So if you book a travel agent based in Lhasa, probably they will make you directly go to Lhasa, right? Okay. Because uh, we booked through Nepal agent, mm -hmm. travel agent. So that's why the central point for us was Nepal. I'll give you 
uh, one other reason, right? Why I think Nepal probably is better because, yeah. you know, when it comes to cooks, when it comes to food options, right? You will get that vegetarian, you know, type of a thing. Uh, thing. Some people took through Lhasa, they had difficulty when it comes to the food. And I'm assuming that if you go via Nepal, uh, your acclimatization might be easier. Yeah, slightly. And also remember, right, you also want to visit uh, probably Pasupati, Pasupati, yeah. Yeah. which is very, very critical, right? So that's why I think starting with Nepal is always a good. So we visited Pasupatinath temple, prayed there before we finished. And after we came back, right, we also did the Pasupatinath temple visit. And at Manas Sarovar, luckily, we were lucky enough that two priests from uh, our native places, they traveled along with us two priests and we also had two doctors in our uh, group. So those two priests basically uh, got all the material, everything to do the Abhishekams, right? Both in mm -hmm. Homam and Abhishekam. So we were lucky. Okay, interesting. Right. Um, then, uh, let me see. So one other thing that you could, uh, one other thing is that you, um, Nepal is very famous for Rudraksha. Uh, so you can buy Rudraksha, Shivalingam, Spatikalingam, right, uh, at Nepal. Or if you have a um, uh, Shivalinga or anything, you can carry with them. Uh, you can dip those in Manasarovar and maybe in that Gaurikund water and, uh, you know, give it to your family, right, uh, or keep it for yourself. So that's one uh, one thing that I saw, we all have done it. And then people also get some uh, two to three small rocks from Manasarovar. Because there is no prasadam, right? There is no temple or anything like that. And you can keep them in your mandir. Uh, Was there a question? You need, and do you need two, two kind of visas there for one for Nepal and then for China? Yes. Nepal visa is on arrival. On arrival, yeah. Hmm. And uh, Tibet visa, yeah, you have to submit your passport and uh, passport photographs and everything. And then that, that's where it takes two days, right? One day. That's why you stay in Nepal and visit all these places. Paspatinath. And can you get them, can you get them like, so for example, can you get them in like, like from India, India itself rather than from, from Nepal? I think for Indian citizens, they were able to get it from India, but for US citizens, uh, you know, we had to travel, right? We had some 20 people from India, if you remember. So they traveled. Yes. They traveled. Uh, they were able to get it from the Indian Tibetan embassy in India itself. But for you, for US, we took that route of just giving it to the agent. Yeah, you can um, get some uh, stones. But we saw some people like carried so many of them. So that the the Tibetan customs people kind of, you know, took all of them away. So just carry one or two of them, right? And Nepal um, talked about the tips. Um, yeah. These are like some uh, uh, prescribed medicines you should carry, right? This is an another one of the reasons why we recommend visiting to your physician is you when you tell them these are, I think these are blood thinners, Dimox. It's an Indian, mm -hmm. Indian name, right? Yeah. So if you have a, if you are allergic to, I think, sulfur or something like that, right, then doctors will suggest you say, don't take it, look for an alternate medicine. 
or they may recommend something right that's the reason why you know i suggested that you should get the you know uh, medical checkup done um definitely uh, umbrella was very very helpful for us and uh, i also bought the weather proof this uh, waterproof jacket from rei right patagonia it's called no h2o because it's it's a fantastic buy actually i love it i used that after my third layer was weatherproof when it was raining and i had actually no problem right uh, it was very nice jacket um you get woolen thermals uh, we spent a lot of money in rei right these are kashmiri thermals they were very good even today in atlanta is colder compared to bay area i do use woolen thermals as well um oh baby wipes are must uh, the the situation of those uh, bathrooms is is horrible right so you will be given a pit shown a pit you go there uh, so that's it right so you you need baby wipes you need hand sanitizers okay um and then you you don't need a big sleeping bag that sleeping bag liner so that way you know they will use their uh, they will give you the blankets and everything but if you just get into your liner then you can use their their whatever their blankets they give mm -hmm. you don't know when they are washed right so kind of things okay um camphor helps in breathing um they are carry this one um if anybody has motion sickness yeah definitely carry motion sickness tablets because there is a lot of bus travel uh like i said you know there is a small cloth to drop it at yamadwar uh one other thing is these ziploc bags really help you remember i showed you the blue color duffel bag right where uh, you will be asked to put your clothes during parikrama what we did is we packed all of them from here itself right we put them in ziplocs or so day one parikrama day two parikrama air sealed right like that and then we put them in our duffel bags so that way even if it rains you know it won't they won't get wet but we hardly you change the clothes at all right uh, in those three days maybe one day we changed uh, not much because you don't take any shower or anything anyway okay and by the way uh this because these buildings are powered with solar power so you will get the uh, charging facilities in the night for your cell phones cameras but still carry the uh, extra charging pack okay ramesh quick question so you said small old old cloth to drop at yamadwar so cloth meaning just a plain like a chaddar or something or maybe your old shirt or oh, something any, any clothes like something that yours right so people tie that actually to there you know to oh, show yeah, that yeah. to show that you have visited yamadwar right type of a thing that's i have seen that actually a lot of people did or, that. or, or you or you are donating your sins with that cloth exactly yeah so and so has visited and <laughs> so that's the um again um, you know people say right you have to get a call to visit correct so like i've been thinking about since 2012 and even i was very lucky one day my friend came in and said ramesh we are going to mount kailash i have one seat left um, you know in the bus uh, why don't you come in then uh, i said uh, my friend is a marathon runner right i said look you know you are fit and i i heard it is high altitude 
there's no way i can you know walk and you know do all that stuff thank you we'll think about next week I, next month next year i will prepare myself then we met again for the following week he said ramesh this is a great opportunity all like minded people are going right with a lot of bhakti devotion i think you should join you will enjoy and i said okay let me think about it then i went home i discussed with my wife and she finished a two week europe trip with her parents and she said no i cannot come if there is one seat why don't you go so then i called my friend he gave my name right so the bus is booked 30 seats when uh, that's how my opportunity came right i was not even thinking of going it was not there that year in my list at all in 2019 it just so happened you know my friend and i met for a lunch he said hey we are going would you like to join right so just and my wife said you know she won't come then when she called her dad her dad said i don't care about your job if ramesh is going you are going with him period you may not get this opportunity again go give your name by the time it was done right 30 seats bus is over the travel agent said well we can accommodate but she may have to sit in the uh, along with the drivers and the cooks and others right in that seat she said okay she gave her name luckily there was a passenger spillover from another group of 20 people so we became 60 people group she got she got she was also able to visit i'm glad we both had the opportunity right so i'm just saying you know just you know you have to get a call right from shiva to visit so pray pray it will happen um consider this as a pilgrimage we did rudrabhishekam we prayed before even we went in the bay area at one of our friends place when all the trip is like i said pasupatinath we did manasarovar we did we went with such devotion listening to the stories when everything is over when we came back from and we did again abhishekam at pasupatinath temple when all of them were done we did again abhishekam in my home in bay area when i was there all the 30 people came and we did abhishekam in our home so go with that devotion and it will happen you will be successful diksha we did the diksha yeah uh, right chanting and uh, yeah so it was very successful and uh, thank you for this opportunity rajesh and wish you guys uh, success when you say sorry sorry when you say you did diksha what does that mean sorry yeah i mean uh, diksha means i mean obviously i am a vegetarian so right so i have no problem but there are some other people they did not do any meat right and then uh, oh i see okay right um, so th- those type of things right think about the god only um, or like no alcohols or anything like that it's not, i know this group is maybe not like that but there are other people who may do that right so that type of addiction hey, example, the last questions yeah, yeah good good yeah, the, basically from the day i started also i didn't shave right that was another one the, the, so few things that you believe in right whatever it is So I mean the last question is about the planning how much time it took from uh, from planning to going there and coming back and what was the approximate cost i know cost change every year but for the uh, entire trip right uh, yeah. i mean uh, forget the airfare but from you know uh, i mean nepal back to you know nepal so with the travel agent and how much was the approximate cost per person 
so from a planning perspective i think it took like uh, more than a month before right getting people gathering that group because we wanted to be our group right if it can be 30 people 25 people our group then you are like minded right you are chanting in the bus wherever you right, go right right so we gathered that type of a network so we started with one month then one person was coordinating with the travel agent right the pricing and the costing right and locking the dates and all of that stuff so it took like more than a month right from the time uh, we did that but everybody divided the responsibilities right uh, then in terms of the cost wise um, i think i we paid around 3000 dollar equivalent i think for the room um yeah i think so right this is just for the room right then then on top of that you have uh, uh you have uh, pony charges are like around 500 600 right okay um yeah so i paid 2450 us dollars in 2019 um for twin sharing right per head okay then around 500 dollars per pony probably 300 dollars per porter right plus air tickets i think around 10000 dollars maybe is the high is is a lot so per person 10000 dollars or per person 10000 dollars yeah. and then how and the duration of the trip from us to back to us how many project of 10 days 2 weeks 2 weeks 2 weeks work Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. Is, is there a is there an optimal uh, you know group size? You said the bus is thirty people. Uh, I mean, assuming that we all want to be like one kind of nice little group or like-minded group, then is thirty a good number or is twenty a good number? What's the right thing from your point of view? Yeah, I think twenty twenty-five is a good number, right? I mean, even if you have fifteen, is also good. But bus can take I think up to thirty people. So. Uh... if you have 30 people it is good or even 15 to 20 people is a good number right so that way you have good good group even if somebody else joins right it's fine they will mix with you okay because see what happens is right so when you are like at a point like this let's say day 2 the guide said guys we need to leave by 5:30 correct so we were all sticking to whatever the guide says right whatever you know our group two to three people said guys we are leaving tomorrow 5:30 right are we all ready right do we want to do day to parikrama okay get up everyone ready be ready we did it we finished day two those who did even half an hour late they could not do because it started snowing climbing up was very difficult okay now i think that's kind of very useful kind of uh, insights and food for thought uh, and yeah at, at least it will allow me to just go back and do some more research with that context so that's very helpful thank you so much ramesh you're welcome you ramesh thanks you you very well you know put everything in a in a ppt or you know it's amazing information thank you uh, very well ramesh thanks thanks rajesh for arranging this thank you everyone. if you are able to share the presentation that'll be fantastic yeah i'll share presentation i also put our entire trip video into a 25 minutes video clip i'll send you the link you can play and see that as well okay very helpful thank you
Okay, thank you, everyone. All the Ramesh, best. thank you so much. Grateful for your time and uh, enjoy the weekend and look forward to meeting you sometime soon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank, you. thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye.